that's interesting. I wonder what that Hi there, this is Jim the Keys bartender coming back from Key Largo. Are you still there, Joe? Oh, did we get disconnected again? Is that what happens? Every time I start this, we get, we're going to be doing this. This is Jim the Keys bartender. You're an asshole! Thank you. interesting see luckily we're not doing this live hey Papa Joe I know you got disconnected Hey, you've reached Joe. Leave a message, and I'll call you back as soon as I can. If you're looking to sell me something. Sarasota, Florida, which is about a little less than halfway up the peninsula of, which is Florida. Is that correct? Yeah, that's about right. It's just south of Tampa, you know? Yeah, and so maybe we can give people, wait, you know what would be a perfect time? Besides talking about, you're still doing the same things that you're doing, but you're not, um, you're, where, where you, you, so you left the Keys and you drove up Obviously, you drove up the homestead stuff. Did you go up Chrome Avenue? I did, and now I'm on uh, I'm on the Tamiami Trail. Okay, so there's different ways to leave the Keys, and you went um, there's you know the main when you get up to the main line uh, main land, you could go either go up the Turnpike uh, and then 95, or you can go up the West Coast where you're you're heading to Sarasota, and you're going to Tamiami. Miami Trail. Maybe give a breakdown of what's going on there. Like, you, you go up Chrome Avenue. It's right near the beginning of the mainland, right? Right. T- right. Tammy- Chrome Avenue. Chrome Avenue uh, skirts the west side of uh, the county, uh, or the west side of Miami, and it and it goes through the agricultural district, and then uh, it eventually. Uh, goes into US 27 which is a, a major roadway that cuts, it winds its way up the spine of Florida uh, instead of doing that and taking 
another highway called I-75 over. I've taken an older roadway, which is uh, US-41 or the Tamiami Trail. And this particular road um, was built in the 20s. Um, and, it, and it goes right through the Everglades and a bunch of Native American uh, villages. Um, the Miccosukee tribe is the predominant tribe here. And what's nice about this road is it's very relaxing. You're surrounded by the Everglades. Um, lots of places to kind of stop and look. It, for, for, for those who are out of state, if you want to see alligators, uh, this is the road to get on because pretty much anywhere you pull over, there's going to be an alligator. Um, and as a, as a note of caution, you know, don't piss off the alligators. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you just never know where they're at in their feeding cycle. So yeah. uh, I take this road. It's a very natural road. It's, uh, it's, it's calming. It's not the fastest road, you know. Uh, yeah. If I was to get on I-75, I could do 70, 75 miles an hour. This road, you're about 60 to 65. Mm -hmm. But but you're but there's no stress. There's not that stress of being on a uh, on a on a major highway. That that's the road um, my family and I took when we first. I, I had never been on it when we went uh, evacuated during Irma. Uh, we were up uh, we were up in Naples in August. And uh, we had gone up there, and we noticed that a lot of the—I uh, don't know what it's like now. Maybe you could tell us. The, uh, there are the rest stops. Are, you know, they have a beautiful. It's like you said, it is beautiful, but there wasn't a lot of stops open. And there's a lot of places where you could get like fan boat rides and stuff through the Everglades, right? Yeah, they're uh, Jim. They're pretty much all open now. Oh, all the stores and all the uh, the gift shops and the. Uh, little uh snack areas yeah there's there's still a few that are closed but i gotta tell you i just passed like tiger tails boat rides mm -hmm. uh he's got his clothes his clothes sign up but you gotta know because uh, i worked out here my whole yeah. career uh tiger tail he, op he opens up for just a few months out of the year uh and a lot of these places do that they're family owned They've been family-owned for generations, and uh, and right now I noticed the water's really low, mm -hmm. and the sawgrass beds um, they're pretty dry. Um, but and this is just the beginning of the wet season, so it's not unusual to have this go on uh, right now. It's it's a normal part of nature, mm -hmm. and uh, but what that does is many of the airboat rides are very limited as to where they can go because um, the, the, the grass flats have dried up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, th those along the road, like when you're beginning there, are, uh, when you're beginning on 27, they're irrigation or what are, the, what are those uh, bodies of water alongside a road? Well, it's the Tamiami Canal. And okay. it's a, it's a man-made now like i said this road was built in the 20s um as part of the the grand expansion of florida mm -hmm. and the canal essentially was dredged to make the roadway and you know it's it's over 100 years old uh -huh. and uh 
but that's why that canal's there. Normally, we'd be what what we're drive what I'm driving on right now yeah. would have been one continuous yeah. grass flat that would have been nothing but sawgrass and swamp. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the Collier family. Uh, Collier built this road across. It, what essentially led to the development of Naples. Oh, okay. What was Collier famous for? Was he uh, uh, was he involved with the railroad at all? He was involved with uh, the part of the railroad that is on the west coast mm-hmm. of oh, Florida. Tampa. And if I remember my yeah, if I remember my history, um, Collier and Flagler, the man who builds the railroad to Key West, eventually mm-hmm. um, attempted to collaborate on actually putting a railroad alongside this road. And and Flagler could never agree to doing that because he was quite vested in his endeavor to build the railroad and the bridges to Key West. Yeah, yeah. It was which, which which nearly which nearly bankrupted him. Yeah. <clears throat> that was a engineering feat at the time across the 43 uh, they had to build 43 bridges. 43 bridges. That's a lot of bridges to build on that. And uh, we're not having a lot of access to support. uh, uh, You know, it's just that. Yeah, Yeah, there was uh, very limited machinery. Most of it was just simply done by hand. Brute labor. Yeah, and they they developed new technologies when it comes to uh, what concrete could cure inside salt water and things like that. So, and it um, right. When another part of the state uh, on the way up, when uh, it was four, it's four years now coming going on where Irma, uh, I had pulled off to the side of the road. I guess it, it was a Tamiami Trail and pulled over near one of the uh, cane fields, and I, I uh, walked the dog and things like that. And I had, you know, back. There was a rule that you can evacuate with a a, a a handgun. I was doing a little research, and if you, as long as you separated the, you know, you kept the the bullets away from the. I, I mean, this it was weird, you know, the rule. The, Florida has some weird rules when it comes to weapons, considering how con- conservative Florida is. You figure they'd be like everyone. We'd be like Texas. You figure Florida, you'd be allowed to, you know, run down the street with a gun, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, my, my brother-in-law lent me one of his firearms, and I uh, just, I didn't know where we were evacuating to. That's the only reason. But I fired one along one of the, one of those canals. You know, it was it was pretty dead during the evacuation, too. That, down there. And yeah, what is, well. What, what's a road you know, like? Most- what? The road right now, yeah, um, it's just it's 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 not heavy. I just happened to behind I, I'm behind uh, some service vehicle making his way back to Naples. But uh, once I cross the Dade County line, uh, you know, there's lots of passing zones. It you know traffic frees up. There's not and it's not even really traffic. You know, I'm probably looking at six or eight cars in this little group because of this truck. And, and ahead, there's nobody. So, 
Yeah, no, it's uh, it's like I said, it's, it's a very it's, calm and relaxing drive. It's kind of it's kind of spooky when you're considering that you're tying together that there should be a lot more traffic. Considering, I guess that part on the west coast when you're going through the Everglades, it's relatively sparsely populated, right? Right. I mean, to the east of Absolutely. you, to the east of you, how far up is Everglades City? Are you are you kind of like parallel uh, with that yet? About, well, no, no. I'm I, I'm about to enter Collier County from Day County. So, oh, Everglades City, if I remember, it's about seventy five miles from Miami. Okay. And uh, that yeah, more or less. Don't. It's about it's about seventy five miles. Okay, so that that's that's way out there then. Yeah, it's 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 weird oh, how yeah. they're separated. It's natural barriers of the Everglades, and that you you have Miami, the Keys, Homestead. I mean, Homestead, and when you get on the mainland, you you hit Florida City, Homestead, and then South Miami, right? And and it, it kind of blends right. together. But if you go out west. And you're like Everglades City, Everglades City has such, I mean, I haven't been there, but I've seen documentaries on it, has such a different feel to it than the rest of this southeastern part of uh, Florida. You know? Well, it's, it's still, it's still like, it's still like pioneer Florida. The people that live there, again, many of them have been there for generations. There's a rich history in Everglades City of, uh, of, of fishing, um, and, and unfortunately, corruption and drug drug 80s, smuggling. <laughs> yes, right? lots of drug smuggling in Everglades City. Yes. Yeah, they were. Uh, what was yeah, it? But, the, uh, the, part of the, the 1990s. What was it? We did a, a little bit in the 1990s. They practically arrested uh, uh, almost upwards of 10 percent of the populace. I mean, not. Yeah, they. Uh, most of them were the. It was the commercial fishing fleet. They went in there and basically arrested everyone involved in smuggling marijuana. And 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 the gov and the governing, you know, the mayor and all all those people were. It was yeah, the the uh, state and federal. I think it was maybe federal. I don't know. Who knows? Because the state could have been. Flood. It was. Yeah. It, no, it it was uh, it was federal. It was actually an ATF agent who went undercover uh, th- that broke the case. And the funny thing about Everglades City is, you know, the commercial fishermen got involved in that yeah. because when the state of Florida and the federal government enacted the, the uh, fish net ban, yeah. uh, their ability to make money was greatly reduced. So they ended up getting involved in marijuana smuggling to pay the mortgages on their boats. So fast forward, the DF agent goes undercover, it leads to a bunch of indictments, and for years afterwards, you know, Everglades City has a, uh, a yearly, uh, I want to say it's a, it's not a fish festival, it's a uh, oh, stone crab festival. I thought you were going to say Purge, where they, where they kill no, the no, oldest, they have a, they they have the like oldest, a stone, oldest person in no. town. No, okay. No, <laughs> no, no. Um, so they have this, they have this seafood festival 
every year for, for many, many years. I don't know. They may still be doing it. The, the, uh, they invite the ATF officer uh, back, and he's, he's, a, he's a person of honor. Uh, even amongst the individuals that got indicted that did their time and got out. Really? Because they realized, yeah, because they realized the guy was doing his job. They got caught fair and square. So he's the master of ceremonies every year, or, or he was for many years. Um, it's just, it's that old smugglers, you know, code. Uh, it wasn't about killing people. It wasn't about violence. It, look, they, they brought in marijuana to make money to pay off their boats. Yeah. And, uh, and when they got caught, they did their time. And many of them returned back to, uh, Everglades city. And uh-huh. if you talk to some of the older people down there that used to own boats, that they'll tell you, I've had conversations with quite a few that they were former boat captains some of them own two three four boats um and it's you know they're kind of cavalier about it it's it's what they did it's part of the history and they got caught and and they and they put that behind them most of them put that behind them i I will say that i guarantee you there's there's still stuff going on in everglade city because it's an out-of-the-way little you know swampy island and uh you basically can do anything there. There's no one watching you. Is that the only? Is that the only pop uh, other than the Mikasuki, right? Is there any other like small villages over there along the way? Yeah, there's literally. Yeah, uh, before you uh, before you get to Everglades City, uh-huh. um, there's a about halfway between Miami and Naples. There's a little a little thing on the side of the road called Monroe station. And, uh, it used to be a gas station and a restaurant. It, it since the building since burned down, it, it was built a hundred years ago when Collier built uh, the roadway. Mm-hmm. But, um, if you take that road south into the swamp, you actually end up on mainland Monroe County. Yeah, the Monroe and, uh, County. That, and and mean, there's a bunch of... A lion's share of the acreage of Monroe County is on the mainland. Right? Yeah. It's, it's like yeah. 70% and, of the uh, land. That's the only way to get to it. Yeah. yeah. And, all, and there's, a, there's some people that live out there. They live in, you know, uh, stilted homes, obviously, because... It's a swampy, marshy condition. Mm-hmm. They got to be some interesting individuals out there, and stuff like that. Maybe that a good chunk of it, it's on the mainland. Uh huh. Yeah. There's a uh, there's a planned community in the Everglades uh, up there. Uh, it's um, it's it's very I wouldn't say odd. It's very unique, meaning it's a uh, a very Catholic. It's all Catholic. I forget the name of it. Sacred Heart or something like that. It's an all Catholic community. Uh, I've never heard of it. Tell yeah, me a, 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 a friend of mine who was um, doing contract work. I think he was doing cable. He was working for one of the cable companies doing some IT setup. And they were, they were, 
it's a, it was a planned community where they had all these houses they built and stuff like that. It was just really it's it's really conservative Catholic thing in the middle of the swamp. I know. I'm, I'm going to have to do a little research well, on it. I, yeah, did, yeah. I, did, I think I may have met, yeah, do some mentioned it a couple hundred episodes ago. That's it. You know, we're, we, this is the 456th episode. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but we don't even know, like, uh, Christ. I, I don't even remember some of the things we spoke about. But I, I know we don't talk. We, we spoke very little about the Tammy Miami Trail. And that's also that trail right there is also kind of a cutoff for the uh, Everglades uh, what was it called the Everglades River or the Sea of Grass or? Uh, yeah River of Grass the River um, of Grass and, and yeah, it traditionally, road, traditionally road, flowed yes. on, it flowed all the way down to Florida Bay which is connected to that directly north of the northern, you know, of the Keys, and then opens up to the Gulf of Mexico uh, to the west. And, but that, that, that Everglade, all that water used to come down through and feed into Florida Bay. And that, over the last 20 years, they've been trying to they made multiple proposals about how to restore it, but it's blocked by that roadway. Some of that roadway, the Tammy Miami Trail, yes. 40, yes. Uh, 27. The and road, all those. Uh, yeah, they've all, you know, 27, not so much, but definitely I-75. Are you there? Hello? Oh, I think he may have snuck. I think we may have lost him there. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on there. So Joe was telling us about how they were gonna retrofit these roads and raise it. So okay, I'm gonna get a call. Hopefully we get a here. Papa Joe, let's bring him up again. Uh, they're gonna retrofit the roads to restore that so they can get more fresh water flowing into the Florida Bay. And that mixture of fresh water and salt water spawn certain unique wildlife features, certain fish like to spawn there, certain you know, seagrass, sponges are used to a certain salinity level. Let's uh, he could be in a dead zone right now. Who knows? That there there is sparse there's places along the road where there's very little um, what would you call it? There is very little Oh, he's picking up. Hello? Joe? Well, who's that? Hello? Huh. Close that one. Close that one. Okay, who's calling? Is this Joe? Let's pick up. Hey, you've reached Joe. Leave a message. Oh. And I'll call you back as soon as I can. Wow, if you're this is looking exciting, to sell isn't me it? something, Hello? then please take there. me off your. There we go. Let's stop. Who's... Okay, stop that test audio. Man, it's bells and whistles. Or bells and whistle time here at the uh, Keys Bartender Zoo. Let's figure out what we're doing here. 
let's get a hold of Papa Joe again if we can. You know, it's that it's, I wouldn't call it technology. It's the limits of technology, wouldn't it be? That there's really not 100% coverage when they say there's 100% coverage. You know, both Joe and I have, I think we have AT&T. Hey, am I back on? Yeah, yeah, you're on. It's funny. You know, it's not it's not you, Joe. Oh, well, it could be you. But it's the, I think it's the um, cell connect, you know, the cell coverage in your area. Uh, it, it could be. I mean, I, I've got a couple bars, but you never know. I'm in the middle of nowhere, so it could no, be. No, it's, it's sparse out there, and it happens. So I, I filled it in. I, I, I filled in talking about how they're going to try to retrofit. I, I spoke to a couple, one of my friends who was a state representative, and uh, she, you know, originally they had proposed, uh, what was it, 60,000 acres to purchase to restore almost like 50% of the flow, right? But right, they reduced it to 6,000 acres, and... You know, they just said, oh, you know, you know, it, it, it turned out, I don't know if they even got the 6,000 acres on that to restore that. It's like they're, they're just playing lip service, said, hey, we'll do this, and then maybe something else will come off and they'll get off her ass for a while. So it's, uh, but where you are right now, directly to the east, are the cane fields, right? Sugar cane fields. Uh, they're, they're, actually, they're, Immediately north of me, yeah. uh, they're two counties up. Uh-huh. So, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm going right beneath them all. So, and the, and it, you know, and it's and it's the sugar companies that are very hesitant to uh, give up property and accommodate uh, that that environmental concern to restore the flow. Yeah. Uh, Every time we have a governor, and you know, and the last two governors have really tried hard, the one we have now, and then Charlie Crist, they pass all the legislation. There was even an, a, a, an amendment to our Constitution to get that job done. And it's Florida sugar that keeps dragging its feet. And, you know, they, they do their best to stop that mm-hmm. because it infringes on their ability to grow sugarcane, which is one of the dirtiest things that the state does agriculturally. Yeah. And any time they had that problem with their earthen dikes around where they put their irrigation water, the runoff, and whenever they they breach, that's when they get uh, a lot of die off in in the right. Well, you got a lot of algae blooms and a lot yeah. of nutrients that end up in the water. It kills the sawgrass. Yeah. It makes other grasses grow in place of the sawgrass. It just, it screws up the whole ecosystem. Yeah. I'm surprised there's not like one giant fucking alligator coming out of there, you know, from the, you know, the <laughs> nuclear power plant and, and all the irrigation stuff that there's going to be some. But it never turns out that way. They always, I mean, I guess much to the chagrin of horror movies, there never has been a, uh, a monster other than looking like a mon- an animal that looks like a monster, but, um, you know, 
if that had happened, that would really be kind of interesting. I think that would have changed the dynamics to how they, if if alligators started developing, like let's say higher intelligence or came much quicker, <laughs> or you know, we're learning how you know learning how to open car doors. That would certainly change people's views of that. Um, yeah, that would get some people's attention, wouldn't it? Yeah, but if you have like millions of fish die and manatees die and stuff like that, no, nah, that just happens. You know, big fucking deal, right? Yeah, blame it on the algae bloom. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. The algae what caused bloom. the algae like bloom? Had... Yeah. Unfortunately, it's all that fertilizer. But, you know, uh, I, you know, I've read a lot about what the Florida waters were like with the pioneers mm-hmm. going up to the 20s, 30s, 40s, and even the 50s when the effects of this road hadn't really been so obvious. Mm-hmm. And the water clarity, the amount of fish, the amount of sea life, I mean, there's a reason why they called it a paradise. Yeah. There, you know, there's there's a reason why it was... If you think it's if you think the Florida Keys and the waters around it are beautiful now, mm-hmm. you don't have to go back that far. Jim, I remember as a kid going down to the Keys, and I don't care, from Key Largo to Key West, that water was Caribbean clear and beautiful. And it's just not that way anymore. No. And the corals bleached and all that stuff. But um, they, you can see it on, the, if you go to the local restaurants and stuff where they play, they got the TVs up. Sometimes they play the photos of the coral reefs and all that stuff. And none of it's from current you know, people people may dive in there. Oh, I've seen the coral and said, no, it, it never used to look that way. It used to be multicolored and all that stuff. And now it's, you know, when it's white, it's pretty much dead. Most of it. Oh, it's dead. Yeah, yeah no, dead, dead. You know, so, as a kid, I used to go dive, diving off Miami, and there were many, many coral reefs off the coast of Miami. Yeah, and uh, they're all gone. They're just gone. I mean, there's not even a coral left. They're just they when the when a coral bleaches, then the water erodes. It just breaks off and it turns to dust. It eventually goes back to being sand. Uh huh. It's heartbreaking because all you end up with is just old rock, dead rock in the water. And you know, imagine the most beautiful coral reef that Jacques Cousteau you know, special kind of coral mm-hmm. reef. Those things were, those things were right out our backyard mm-hmm. and they're not there. They're just not there anymore. Yeah. They're, they're, uh, the, the reef foundation is, is trying to get like uh, hybrid corals out there. The ones that could resist the heat and the acidification of the waters and things like that. You know, it's funny that it, while you were here, did you get the chance to read the Florida Keys Free Press? No, I didn't. Uh, real briefly, there's an article that says Keys reps attend, the Keys representatives attend conservative climate rally. Okay. Oh, I'm sure that was wonderful. I know. Well, what they're trying to say, what they did is it looks like they. Um, some of the speakers touted past the compliments, uh, compliments of uh, Republicans such as Teddy Roosevelt and Richard Nixon. <laughs> so, you know, the last one they have was 
uh, almost 50 years ago. And then they started denying, you know, because it was against whenever it was uh, seen as a hindrance to business development. It was uh, so so I guess these are. They're they're a bunch of Republican, uh, supposedly conservatives, but if they're acknowledging a climate uh, crisis, then how can they be conservative? Because the conservatives are denying. They had actually there was a group of men that showed up at the thing that said they're they're holding up signs saying there is no climate crisis. See, that's the thing they're trying to preach to a bunch of people that don't want to really acknowledge the problem. Right. Well, look, all you got to do is, for, for those of us who grew up down here, there's no thing. It's problem. Yeah. And now it's become... You're breaking up a bit. Are you there? Oh, it happened once again. <laughs> okay. I think, yeah, I think he's passing through a dead area. Joe, if you can hear me, I'm going to try to call you back. You can deny all they want. Hey, Joe, you all dropped right, out. Yeah. You dropped, no, no, you're there. You're there. Hello? Okay. Yeah, you're, you're back. Yeah. I try to fill it in when uh, you disappear. You know, this is pretty good. We did pretty good. So what, we're going to get back. Well, we acknowledge, yeah, conservatives aren't that gung-ho for climate-making real change for the sake of, you know, obviously just look at the, uh, uh, what we were talking about, the river of grass, right? How, how to get to reestablish that flow. Uh, are you there? Yeah, I'm right here. Okay. This guy's just looking at <laughs> My daughter's here laughing at me the, the, because I'm trying to cope with talking with you about this. But Moving on there, what? How long is it? It's, it's, it takes you about what four or five hours to get up there to Englewood? Uh, about Six? three and a half hours to get three back home. Oh, three and a, that's not bad. Jeez. No, it, it's, it's no, it's all right. You're gonna, you're going to pass a couple small towns. We we stopped and ate in a couple of them, uh, going back and forth between Naples and and we went up. To, where did we go up to? Do um. Lakeland. That's where we evacuated to. But how far are you from Lakeland? Now, quite a bit. Lakeland is, is uh, considerably north of me. Okay. But I, I, I know the towns, as you get further up there, uh, that there's some other small towns alongside the road where you can stop. In. Do, do you ever stop in any... I, lo- I love these mom-and-pop places there to stop and eat. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, there's there's quite a few, especially when you get closer to Naples, they start popping up. Um, yeah. Like, I'll stop uh, just outside Everglades City and get gas, mm-hmm. and then I'll take um, another old road, State Road 29. Yeah. That goes north, and that goes all the way up to Immokalee. But I take it to I-70. And that's where I get the highway uh, that takes me right up into, you know, where I get off Middlewood. You sound a little like that, I didn't like the Californians. 
You ever watch yeah. that? The Californians? And it's always they're all yeah. blind people and they're like this and they but their whole thing is they talk about that you know, whatever's occurring in front of them and they say how they got there. I got off Van Nuys Boulevard, took the Pacific Coast Highway up to exit twenty eight, went through Pomona, you know, whatever. It means nothing to people that are, you know, outside the area. All um, all they really need to know is that how, you know, it, there is a lot to see there, right? And there's, yeah. there's uh, I mean, obviously right now you don't have the fan, but, but you can just pull off the side of the road and see stuff, right? Listen, as I'm talking to you, I'm looking over at the canal, and since the water's low, I can see a bunch of the canal bank. It seems like every couple hundred feet, there's an alligator sunning itself in the, you know, on the side really? of the road. So when yeah, it's no, full, the, when we were last uh, August, when we were there, it was full. The canal was pretty full, and uh, we didn't see any. We saw we saw ripples of them, but they weren't. But they're out there. Huh? Right. So okay. Well, uh, right now is when you want to come down here and look at them because. Uh, because of the lack of water, they gravitate to whatever water there is. So the canal tends to fill up with them. Yeah. And like uh, I just had, I just passed a rest area. I glanced over, and there's about seven of them in the in the pond. So yeah. they're out here. I I never got used to that thing, how comfortable people are around uh, these predators. Uh, when uh, Sky, my my. Uh, stepdaughter when we went to uh, Everglades National Park when she was in, in second grade they had a bunch of seven and eight year olds and uh, some of them were first graders so they had first grade, uh, six year olds walking through the park and then 20 feet away there's an alligator right and they had these picket uh, picket fences the old style wooden slat fences the, the long rough wood ones and, right. and there was no barrier and they're just walking down there and I'm thinking boy they must know something about alligators that I don't know because I think they would, alligators would see, think they were like one of those bite sized candy bars when you have those little kids walking by yeah they, um, you know years ago when I was with Damon we, we went out on an airboat way out in the middle of nowhere in the Everglades to a very popular area amongst airboaters to go uh-huh. swimming. And yeah, you know, we went swimming and there were there were alligators all around us. Really? And uh, yeah, it, it was a little bit nerve-wracking at first, but you know, the old-timers would say, "Look, that they don't they will they will not mess with you." One, you're too big as an adult, and two, um, they're going to keep away from you. Uh-huh. They're a little skittish. The, the problem is, you know, if a big one's really hungry, then uh, I guess that would be a problem. But they were out there swimming around them, and, you know, the, the alligators, they kind of kept their distance, but they crossed the canal every now and then to get from one side to the next. And little ones big ones didn't really matter um i will say this though the big ones they did keep guy on only because they're big and if they decided that they were hungry it'd be a problem well 
You know what? I, I, I never get how the people are so sure that they won't come after you because it's like assuming, I mean, think about people. You know, when people get hungry, they start staring at other people as a source of food. <laughs> and you're not an alligator. An alligator's not looking at you as another alligator. It's looking at you as, well, that's not an alligator. You know? And people are the same way. When they get hungry, you say, well, that's not a human. I can eat that first. You're the next you're the next stop on that menu at the at the buffet for the alligator. Yeah, you might be. I you mean, might be, but... humans eat humans, so why wouldn't alligators make that logical jump? Hey, Joe, we're I think we got forty minutes. Who knows? I don't know what happened with this, but I'm gonna um, uh, end this now because uh, we're probably you know probably do. But uh, we'll be will we be able to talk to you? Are you around? Uh, when, when are you going to be available next time? Well, I'm not scheduled to go out on a job for the, the next couple of weeks. So, oh, good, good. Um, then, uh, how about okay? I'm, well, I'm around. Okay, well, I'll talk to you then. Okay, I would like to thank you, Pub. Absolutely. You can, maybe we'll do some coverage. You could do you could do local coverage for Englewood. You know. Yeah, that'll that? take all of ten minutes, but. Uh, yeah, uh, no problem. <laughs> oh, I'm, okay. Um, yeah. I'd like to thank it'll, be a, it'll be a very quick. It'll be a quick report. Well, kind of like here too, you know. So, we're, yeah. we could do we could do the police reports and all that stuff. You don't have any crazy. Oh, I guess because the skew's older, you don't get it. We've been having a lot of. I, I I did remark. There's a lot more people getting busted for methamphetamines down here recently. Yeah. It looks like yeah, that's so sad. It so looks sad. like a Breaking Bad uh, scenario down here in the Keys. So, thank you very much, Papa Joe. I'll talk to you. Uh, I'll talk to you later then. Okay. You're more than welcome. It was fun. Okay. Be drive Thanks, carefully. Jim. Okay. I will. All right. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. 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 Well, that was. Interesting. That was one of the first uh, phone calls we've done in months and months and months and months and months. I had to, I don't even know if it's working correctly. Let's see. Oh, is the volume picking up? Let's maybe not. I will be back. If you like the show, please like us on Facebook, Instagram, and or Twitter. Share us with your friends. You know, we're available on Spotify, iTunes, iHeart. Tune in. Pod chaser, anything with pod in it, we're probably in it. You know, some whatever you're listening to it on in India. People in India and Canada. I know Canada. You're just like the United States. You're listening to the same. I don't mean you're just like the United States. You are unique unto yourselves. I understand that you're different. Okay. Well, this is Jim the Keys bartender signing off. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, please send your questions to Jim at keysbartender.com. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Thank <laughs> you.